Hey, I'm Des. And I'm Christy. And this is Woozy Here Podcast. Where we give our running commentary over our favorite and least favorite scenes from horror movies. At the end of every episode, we will be giving our own one to five scale on how much we enjoyed the film that we like to call the Woozy Scale. We rate it using one to five knives, one being the least and five being the most that we liked the film. Today's film is Dawn of the Dead, 1978. Written and directed by George A. Ramiro, script consultant Dario Argento. This film stars David M.G. as Stephen or Flyboy, Ken Foray as Peter, Galen Ross as Francine, Scott Reiniger as Roger, Tom Savini as a motorcycle raider, and our special effects. It has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Go to the mall and stock up on your spam as we take off into this episode. On today's episode, we have a special guest. Someone very near and dear to us. Please, Please welcome, welcome Akana. Hey. Time to pick Akana's brains for some answers. What is your favorite horror movie and why? Uh, probably 13 Ghosts because it really fucked me up. I think about it a lot, like all the time. All I love time. 13 Ghosts. Yeah. Really that's messed that's me a up. really good one. <laughs> a movie really that good. messes with your brain is the best. What is your favorite horror character and why? Elvira, Mistress of oh. the Dark, because, yes. duh. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. That and is a good one. That is a good answer. Dang. I should have thought about that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you do for a living, Akena? Um, so I work at an animal clinic, but with the other beasts, I run the reception department. So I deal with all of the people. Oh. Mm, spooky. Spooky. Very spooky on a day-to-day basis. Very violent, <laughs> very gory. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> What is your favorite hobby? Live music. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. Concerts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All day, every day. <laughs> All right. Akana, how long has it been since you've seen this movie? Um, Probably since the original 1978 release date. <laughs> <laughs> You're that old? It's, Wait, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> how old are you, ma'am? <laughs> You'll never know. Oh, man. Oh. The suspense. The Am mystery. I even here? <laughs> So that means that Akana will be providing her commentary live today. So sorry in advance. (laughs) As Christy and I have recently watched this film, uh, we will be doing what we always do. (laughs) Time to get into our opening scene. Heck yeah, brother. We are in the first scene. There's Francine. And shag carpeting. (laughs) What's going on there? That kind of reminds me of Get Him to the Greek whenever he's like, feel the wall. (gasps) Yeah, feel the fuzzy wall. She appeared to be, like, passed out, having some sort of nightmare, I guess. I thought she was having a much better time than that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> we pan onto a room full of TVs. Old-ass TVs. <laughs> <laughs> they're in some sort of news center, and everyone kind of seems like they're in a little bit of a panic. They're all rushing, being like, here's your water. I think she just gave Francine coffee, because girl Drink was sleeping. Drink a bitch. Either one. <laughs> <laughs> So Francine's oh, like, okay, cool thing. That's shag wall. I see. 
That's a shag wall. Maybe it's because it's, it might be like a sound booth. 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 <laughs> and it's the 70s, Boofing was like pretty popular said. in the And 70s. everyone's <laughs> just like stressed the fuck out. You can see the ashtray is full of cigarettes. So <laughs> <laughs> they've been chain smoking. Obviously they are stressed. There is a reporter and there's also a scientist that you are kind of seeing going back and forth on whatever current situation is happening. Well, it's kind of crazy because they're talking about already like, so you're telling me that the dead are really coming back to life. Like the news anchor is asking the doctor and the doctor's like, yes, like, what do you not get? I like how chaotic the opening scene is of this movie. It is extremely chaotic. You don't know what's about to happen, but you know something is going down. Francine's got another cigarette and she's ready to roll. <laughs> Dude, Francine be just chain smoking. Do you think that's why they wore so many like beige and like yellow clothes is because they knew that the cigarette smoke would just like <laughs> blend right in? <laughs> or maybe they were originally white. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's even worse to think about. Francine's like, mm, it's typical Friday. <laughs> the huge. Who cares? She's just looking out there and she's like, okay, cool. Um, Let's get back on live and see that there are staff members literally walking out. And it's because everyone's very divided on this issue. Some people believe that the dead are walking the earth and some people do not believe it and refuse to believe it. I mean, Sounds like 2020. Mm-hmm. Exactly yeah. what I thought when I rewatched this movie. In the 70s, everyone smoked everywhere. I think you could still smoke in hospitals and on airplanes. You could still smoke an IHOP in like 2019. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> and Waffle House. Didn't Waffle House have like a smoking section? No, I remember the day that they stopped smoking in Waffle House. Oh, everyone was probably pissed. They were like, how am I going to eat my waffles? It actually looked just like this movie scene. It did? Yeah. <laughs> Francine's mad because they're reporting that there are safe places to go when they have no verification that those places are still safe. So they're like, yeah, they're just telling everyone, hey, go there and kind of just see what happens. And... Friends, like, I don't really care. Just do it anyway. Right. Exactly. <laughs> They're just broadcasting that out, even though they don't know if those places are still zombie free. They haven't technically used the word zombie yet, I don't think. No. And I think, like, originally in Night of the Living Dead, they were called ghouls. So I think this is the first one where they were like, okay, zombies. zombies. Security guard, he's like, I'm out. Yeah, he said, I'm out with my fucking... What kind of haircut is that? <laughs> I don't know. Like kind of a bowl cut. Kind of reminded me of Ross Lynch. I'm not going to lie. Do you know who that is? I know who that is. Yeah, he reminded me of a <laughs> I could see that. But everyone is telling the doctor that he's crazy, which I mean, I feel like that happens in all movies. Like they always tell the scientist and the doctor like, no, there's no way you're dumb. Even though you spent your entire life doing this. I right. know better than you. Right. I think we all need to make a pact right now that if I come to you, if any of us comes to any of us and we say hey, there's zombies. You guys just, we just believe each other. I would mm. believe it right away. No, I'm going to question you. <laughs> <laughs> there's our boy, Steven, fly yeah. boy. And Steven is like, uh, no, I have security access. Let me in. Coming hey. to get his girlfriend. I don't work here, but allow me in. <laughs> Bunny ears. They are really losing control over this newsroom <laughs> situation. <laughs> Everyone's just running around, just yelling at the doctor. And they're like, you're crazy. Get out of here. Which one's the doctor? The um, the one talking mainly. Okay. That, that guy. I mean, that this makes guy sense. In the, gray the guy suit. with the blue eyes. He looks really intense. He does. Because he's, he's like, you guys literally serious. are not listening to me. No one is believing him that this is happening. There's Steven's a whole other like, movie before this, guys. <laughs> Do you guys not remember 10 years ago? Do you guys not remember roughly? Night of the Living Dead? So Francine is kind of being taken away by Steven. Steven's like, hey, I've got a helicopter. We've got to get out of here. Just going to fly away with the jacket he's wearing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that hood is just enough to propel them off. <laughs> and, 
Hey, that's a very, uh, I like that jacket. This guy is like, eh, nothing matters. You can just go. Yeah, he's like, eh, who cares? Like, we're going to be off the air anyway. The emergency networks are taking over. I feel like this is kind of the end of the opening scene. Yep. I would say that concludes our opening scene. On to favorite scene number one. We are in the helicopter now. So we have Peter with us. We got a comfy pillow. She's looking comfy. (laughs) She does look very comfy. Now, in this moment, (laughs) our girlfriend scene, she's just trying to relate, you know? (laughs) And she asks everyone, is anyone leaving anyone behind as we, like, travel and try to get away from this apocalypse? Everyone mentions, yeah, my mom, my brother, my sister. Then Peter says, yeah, I'm leaving behind some brothers. And Francine says, real brothers are street brothers. (laughs) (laughs) And Peter and says Peter's both. Like, well, both, I guess. <laughs> like, Francine, come on, girl. Dude, Stephen was straight up falling asleep at the freaking... While what he is was that? flying? At the wheel? Wow. <laughs> what would that be? At the controls. At the, at controls. the controls. Yeah. And yeah, he was definitely He was flying. definitely falling asleep and f- while that he was flying. That doesn't seem safe. And they're flying above all these trucks coming in, just kind of... Army-type trucks. There's a field of what appear to be... The undead. What's cool about this scene where, like, all of the crew and stuff is that the volunteers from the local community actually created, like, this outdoor scene uh, where hunters, emergency personnel, and soldiers kind of shoot at the zombies. Several hunters from the area showed up with firearms, and officers from the local National Guard were on hand. And then, of course, local emergency crews like police, fire, ambulance, they all came to to be supportive, you know. I think that's pretty cool. They're all just sitting around, like, drinking beers, and this one dude has... their natural habitat. This one guy has a head wrap on, though, and I'm like, is that not concerning to anyone? I love that that does not slow him down. More cigarettes. (laughs) You're starting to get, like, an up-close shot of the the first zombies you're seeing. They ugly. (laughs) But... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're dead. (laughs) Fun fact. Uh, is that Tom Savini chose the gray color for the zombie skin uh, since Night of the Living Dead was in black and white and the zombie skin tone, you couldn't really tell what it was going to be. Um, he later said it was a mistake, though, because they ended up looking very blue. They do seem like they'd be more of like a winter. <laughs> they do so. look like a winter. <laughs> Should we look at the color chart next time? <laughs> they really need to find out their colors. Figure out what eyeshadow colors yeah. suit them the best. They have found a place to refuel their helicopter now they're kind of like a hangar and (laughs) there is our friend with a giant forehead he looks like frankenstein's monster (laughs) fun fact about that actor he was actually a friend of tom savini's and he was like hey man you want to play a zombie with a giant forehead and it's because they've always picked on him about having an abnormally small forehead (laughs) so i guess this was his one chance to have a big forehead and he took it he was like, yes, finally, finally. my dream, my dream. <laughs> my time has come. <laughs> Roger's filling her up. Okay, Steven and Francine are kind of adventuring. Which, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, which don't split the group, I would say. I guess, sure, let's right, do that in the zombie apocalypse. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Splitting up. My door is definitely off frame. <laughs> it totally is. It's like leaning on it. <laughs> so now we see Peter going into this room. He's obviously looking around for zombies. The wind knocks over a bunch of cups and scares the heck out of them. 
kind of like an old waiting room where they had coffee and hot chocolate vending machine and he's like man this machine can't be out of order (laughs) (laughs) that's what he's bummed about (laughs) that is it's an apocalypse not because there's zombies and stuff right is that actually connected to anything he's definitely not filling anything up (laughs) no he's just got it on the side like okay just gotta peter is ready to shoot because he definitely knows there are some zombies about to come out of this closet in the room that he's in doors mm, good for those the, zombies what the knob is jingling <laughs> steven almost gets taken down by a zombie there are so many times in this movie where they definitely should have been bit by that zombie oh, like yeah. right there like your <laughs> yeah. fingers right yeah. by his mouth right and you're telling me that he didn't bite it off zombies are like mm, maybe just like a little lick first yeah <laughs> how many licks to the center <laughs> of a human brain his makeup's kind of coming oh, off this zombie Do, oh. sledgehammer to the yeah, brain whacked her <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. Another zombie. Just walking all slow. He's like, Bleh. And then, like, <laughs> the way they fall, he just takes that zombie down with just his arm. That's Honestly, all he did was flail his arm. The way that they both fall, though, is ridiculous. Here comes Uh-oh. big ass forehead zombie. <laughs> it's coming straight for Roger. And Steven's like, No, Roger. <laughs> yes. And then his head's chopped off by oh. the helicopter blades. Roger's just standing there, like, Wow looking at the blades that happened like they're not sharp or anything right <laughs> like it couldn't absolutely take someone's head off see like he definitely should have been bit right then yeah, he did he get bit have. it appears that he did <laughs> it looks like he did but apparently ken foray did not know that those were actually going to be children zombies oh. and so his reactions were real <laughs> he had no idea he was gonna get attacked by real resentment right there he just picked yes. him up and just threw him <laughs> do not let ken for a babysit for you <laughs> i think it's so funny because roger keeps going in front of steven and like every time that he comes to like shoot a zombie none of these people should be shooting guns every time uh steven goes to shoot one of the zombies though roger (laughs) roger's like (laughs) steps in yeah he steps (laughs) in and he's like yeah you see that see that that swat team attitude steven is like fran are you okay (laughs) steven's comforting francine foundation on that house it's awful well (laughs) good thing it's probably gonna get blown up (laughs) steven's like yeah you see that killed them zombies too and them little kids but i think he goes up to steven and he's like don't ever point a gun at someone or something like that yeah he's angry because the gun could have hit him yeah he's like how does it feel huh steven's like not so good man he's like i shad i shad boy get over it steven yeah he's like get up with your fucking still got apocalypse to survive through popped ass collar (laughs) i don't i'm not a fan of his face he's just kind of got that face it's just really like not annoying a good face yeah. not a good face i like his face his face is fine <laughs> so to be clear we like roger's face we hate steven's face i i'm pick, that's that's yeah that's what i'm getting at i mean i like steven's face mm. it's not that it's a bad face he just makes this face and he I'm just not, makes a certain face and you're yeah, like, okay, i just done. don't like it i think done it's ruined that. the whole movie for me <laughs> That kind of closes out our favorite scene number one. So now on to our favorite scene number two. Now they are done with the hangar and flying some more. They know they're going to have to land eventually because they need to find food. They're kind of talking about how they're going to run out of rations. And how they're thirsty. They have no food. They have no water. 
Yeah, and Peter's got to <laughs> light up another cigarette. That, that a can is talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like this pouty face. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they come up on the mall. Or as they like to say it, the, what is it? Indoor shopping indoor. center. They're like, what is that? Some sort of indoor shopping center? <laughs> yeah, we don't know. <laughs> like they've never seen one before. At the time, malls were kind of brand new. It was like a new concept. So I guess that was like, that's a good point. That's why they were kind of confused. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. They land on the top of this mall. And this part makes me so mad. The helicopter blades are going full force. How's no one's hair blowing? Oh, what are they using? Aquanet? (laughs) Probably. It's the 70s. Roger and Peter are looking out and they're like, oh, yeah, look at all these zombies. Really prepared for it. Steven's kind of faking being prepared. And Roger's calling him out on it. And I think they were like, why are all these people trying to come to the mall? Like, why are these zombies trying to come to the mall? And they were like, well, I mean, they kind of, they're just doing what they know. It's habit, is what they say. Yeah. This is a really cool concept, though, because George Romero says that he went to a mall and he was like, yeah, I was in there and it was just strange. Everyone seemed to be just falling in line. It was like a very ritualistic, unnatural phenomenon. And it made him think everyone here is kind of like a zombie. George A. Romero said, this is just not it. (laughs) These ain't the vibes. (laughs) Now malls are kind of dying themselves. So, you know, came full circle. (laughs) They're looking into the skylight and they see that the zombies are inside of the mall. Mm. But they know that there's lots of things that are valuable in the mall for them. How long has it been since it started? That is a great question. I don't think that that they clarify. So I think this movie started um, at the end of Night of the Living Dead. So like Night of the Living Dead was like the very beginning. And so it kind of just went. Oh, From, right. Like the ending. Yeah. into that's why it's so chaotic. Like the opening scene. Okay. Is because they were just kind of like, okay. But, I mean, these movies took place 10 years apart. And I would also assume that if it's, you know, broadcasted on the news, it's probably newer. So, Peter breaks the window, jumps down into a room, and they see all these boxes. Looks like there might be food or rations. They find themselves some good old spam in those boxes. Good old spam. It's spam earlier today. It was a spam... Masubi. Masubi. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. I had no idea that it was going to connect like this. I feel like, what is it, the red string theory? Where everything is connected? Have y'all never heard of that? No. Oh I think you're thinking too deep into the spam. All right, you guys. All right. <laughs> She's lost well. in the spam. Are you, think, are you talking about like the Kevin Bacon, the, the handshakes? What? So every six handshakes is Kevin Bacon or something. <laughs> it's a thing y'all i swear it's because everyone's like shaking kevin bacon shaking bacon no i forgot what it was but it was just it was just having to do with like everything is connected by a string or six handshakes or six handshakes i guess (laughs) specifically connected to kevin bacon i guess everyone well the crew is kind of like okay well let's just kind of eat and snack and drink whatever we have which is spam. Mm. And Fran's like, I don't want that fucking spam. Get that out of my face. He just put a piece of spam in his mouth, lit up a cigarette, and then continued chewing his spam. Hey, I have a hard know. time believing that there's that many cigarettes left. They made I sure I think they raided. But that police officer in the beginning couldn't find any cigarettes, though. That was so funny. He asked all of them for cigarettes. They say no. They get in the helicopter and each light up a cigarette. <laughs> kind of figuring out what they need to do. They know that they can't just live in this room forever. <laughs> 
And Roger and mm. Steven. Peter. Ro- yeah, Roger and Peter are like, you know what? Let's go. Really, right. I think Peter was like, do you know how much stuff is down there? Like, right. And they're pretty spread out. We can do this. Peter's making sure that Francie knows how to use a gun. And Fran's like, I guess I'll figure it out eventually. And I'm like, that's a bitch going to shoot somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Francine's character. Um, and specifically Galen Ross. She's really cool. She said to George A. Romero that she refused to scream during the film because she felt that Fran as a character was stronger than that. And if she screamed, then her strength would be lost. And George Romero totally understood. He never asked her again after that. Which is pretty cool because I feel like uh, women in horror movies are usually seen as like just the scared ones. We still do love a scream queen, though. Yes. Yeah. Fran's hair is getting uh, <laughs> more and more curled. It is. <laughs> I don't know if it's just more chaos that we go through the curlier her hair gets or like, <laughs> I don't know how she's having time to touch it up. But... I understand that metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> I think all of this was built separately, right? I believe so. I don't think this was actually a part of the mall, but all of the scenes where they're in the stores is legitimately a part of the mall. Well, I think the um, the gun room later wasn't part either. Oh, and that's right. And they just right. kind of they just kind of that was a built separate. that and made it separate. The entire movie is on a slight tilt, and I'm gonna end up with a neck crick. Maybe it's the angle I'm at that it's actually all right. <laughs> I don't. It's the whole thing. Horror movies do that a lot, just to kind to of make like it throw unsettled. you off balance. Exactly. Also, the music in this movie. It is ridiculous. What is it? I actually put <laughs> I put in my notes, I was like, I was like, wow, these <laughs> these sound effects are killing me because <laughs> they would shoot a gun. and It'd be like, pew. <laughs> <laughs> I do know it was based off of a comic book, so I get a little bit of silliness. But I mean, come on. Yeah. And the music was always like, ding, 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 There is <laughs> like, one as they were going <laughs> straight out of a circus. It's pretty ridiculous, but I love it. <laughs> so uh, Peter and uh, Peter and Roger are kind of looking over these dials, and they're like, should we turn on any of this stuff inside the mall? And he's like, fuck it, let's turn it all on, because why not? I mean, what's going to happen? This is one of my favorite parts. Oh, my God, the music in this part. Though. The escalators, though, like, okay, okay. so this, <laughs> the zombies on the escalators is probably my favorite part of this movie, <laughs> because they all get on it, and they all go like, <laughs> and they all start falling like so stupidly fran's like steven Steven's wake up a little nap steven was napping because he was falling asleep as a pilot <laughs> i never noticed the guy doing an absolute just somersault into, into the <laughs> pond into the pot he's just like, that's a smart zombie right there picking up some money he said look at these coins look at these <laughs> freaking <laughs> escalator the zombies that one's just dead yeah that one's about to probably rise again. It's but it just kills me, me the too. way that they're like, escalator. Like, <laughs> I mean, I can really see George Romero's point with that. I have been on an escalator with a lot of people, and yeah. it is a very <laughs> annoying <laughs> feeling. I could see it. I could see it. What's cool, though, is that the Monroeville uh, mall that this was shot in, it was a real mall owned by a friend of, like, George A. Romero. But the thing is, is that they wouldn't shut the mall down because it was kind of like brand new. Like I said, the balls were like just coming out and stuff. Um, so at 7 a.m. each morning, the mall would start playing their music. And it was like, OK, cool. Shooting's done for the day. Let's go home. That's but they wild. had to take down all the Christmas decorations because they actually filmed this like uh, right after Thanksgiving and like kind of around Christmas. I don't know. It was like in between Thanksgiving and Christmas time. And so they had to take down 
the Christmas decorations like every time they were done and then put them back up. That's so much work. That was probably a super tired casting crew. Oh, no kidding. And they could only film at night, too, because it was between like, I think it was between like 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. They only had like eight hours a day to film. That is not enough. Not enough at all. But they made it happen and they made it two and a half hours long. Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> They're trying to lock themselves into a JCPenney's. I also love the punching scenes because they never make full contact. Like, you can't tell me they he just shoved that Get out of here. Yeah. Get out. Shoot. Go on. Get. <laughs> Everybody's clothes in this movie have been immaculate. Like, there's not a single stain. They did. On anybody's <laughs> shirt. <laughs> no rips or tears. They did do a really good job with the... Uh, with having them all like very different though, all the mm-hmm. zombies are, diver- are like we've got a businessman right here. No, that's true. Yeah, there's a yoga zombie over here. Do have a very diverse group of people. Good blood splatter. Steven is like, oh no, fucking Steven. Do you hear all that? Fran said, please don't leave me here. Don't leave me without a gun. <laughs> but I think she has one. Roger and Peter are just running amok. Just. Peter's like, we need to get things like a radio, a television, so like we know what's going on. And Roger is like, I'm just going to go shopping. Yeah, Roger's <laughs> like, you know what? I could just, I could use a new jacket. <laughs> but Peter's like, just the necessity is Roger. And Roger's like, okay, cool. Sounds good. I'm getting a bunch I'm of not random do shit. That. Yeah. The way they run up and down these escalators is insane to me, though, because they run so fast. They really oh, do. Oh, God. I'd be terrified by that mannequin, too. It's terrifying in a zombie apocalypse or not. Look at those. <laughs> Straight up terrifying. He said, I got TVs. I got walkie-talkies. And Roger's like, I got T-shirts. I got... <laughs> right. Not the necessities I got a new pair of about. shoes. I've got, like, all kinds of new stuff. You now see Steven in the room that Roger and Peter went before. And it's kind of like that boiler room type thing. Yeah, Wee! Steven is... <laughs> That looks like fun. Apparently, that was not planned. He when just Roger did that. slid down, and in an interview, he was like, "That was my favorite part of filming, sliding down the middle of the escalators." I bet it was. And they, I think they ended up going with uh, Scott, like for Roger, because he just kind of gave it gave Roger more of a charismatic feel, whereas a lot of the people that they were interviewing or like having audition um, were giving him like a super macho like. I'm yeah, I could like I'm the shit and stuff. Right. So they liked Scott's take on Roger. Golden retriever energy. Yeah, for sure. I also read something that they were worried about the two characters' height difference because Scott is five seven and Ken is six five, and George was like, ah, nobody's gonna notice after the first fifteen minutes. I have to note, I did notice. I've noticed, and it's been my favorite thing. I think they make such a fun little duo. I, I still it's don't a like very Steven. cute dynamic. Then Akena, your favorite scene might be coming up. Oh, thank God. <laughs> They're making a plan to distract the zombies at one end of the JCPenney so that they can wheelbarrow their things through the mall. And we're smoking again. Yep. <laughs> Lighten up again. I should have done like a cigarette count for this movie. Oh, that would have been a good one. It would have been at least 100. It would have been really hard to keep up with. Roger is like, okay, cool. Um, the zombies are taken off. Going to you. Oh, we're back in the boiler room. Why has he got his tongue out like that? Oh, because he's like, that one looks tasty. <laughs> the zombie likes Steven, even if a can of doesn't. Yeah, he's looking at Steven like a little snack. Steven's got his little pistol. Mm. 
Dude, <laughs> Steven cannot see for shit. And like, it's so funny because he's shooting in there and you're just hearing boing, 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 boing. Because the, <laughs> the bullet's like going everywhere. And he's just seeing like the shadow. He's shooting at shadows too. What and an I'm idiot. like, All right. why are you shooting at shadows? You need to be shooting at the actual zombie. Right. Like, it just goes to show you how unprepared Steven was and that Roger was absolutely right to stop him from shooting zombies. Yeah, for real. Zombies kind of creeping up on steven but also steven is just not very aware of his surroundings this zombie likes to play hide and seek oh yep yep oh no damn it <laughs> yep yep there just you go. for the record that's a can of being disappointed that steven <laughs> didn't just die the way those doors open is just kind of stressful peter and roger have successfully gotten the zombies distracted they got their their wheelbarrow and they i can never say it wheelbarrow. it is a hard word to say wheelbarrow wheelbarrow, wheelbarrow. okay oh steven drops his bullet his of course gun he does is empty look at how blue this one looks <laughs> he is very blue he's in, also in a, he's in a blue costume he's also in an entirely blue outfit like his tongue's out again <laughs> <laughs> died the way he came he goes oh yes thank you for killing tongue me out and the thing to me though is that he closes his eyes after and i'm like what if you didn't get the zombie fully double tap he could have yeah <laughs> always exactly. double tap and steven gets taken down by two more zombies well and also steven was looking behind him instead of like in front of him when he opened the not door smart. and i'm like okay cool so you just weren't watching to see he does not know his zombie etiquette he sees peter and he's really hoping peter can come to his rescue <laughs> <laughs> peter just yates a zombie <laughs> off <laughs> Bye, puppet. <laughs> Peter's like, uh, don't go back in the stairwell because you're just going to lead them up to us. Right. <laughs> Look at his run. <laughs> Steven's run is so cartoonish. The way he runs, I can't handle it. Watching this movie and thinking that in 1978, someone was like, if this movie is released, it has to be rated X. It's hilarious. <laughs> George Romero was pissed about that because obviously rated X movies have a certain stigma. And he was like, we're not doing that. And so it premiered unrated. Hmm. Which I'm like, okay. So is I, unrated better? I guess. I guess so. I would. But it still means like obviously minors cannot attend. Yeah. What do you guys think would be rated today <laughs> if it came out? This? PG. Yeah. PG. <laughs> right? Like do, not even or 13? Maybe, or maybe, maybe PG-13. PG-13 for violence. Yeah, yeah, for violence. And there's like. A little bit of cussing, I think. Like, he should have been bit. Oh, he should have been bit. Absolutely. Like, there's no way. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this part's kind of cool, though, where he, Roger like... Roger grabs a screwdriver uh, and shoves it into his ear. Ew. Uh, I think Tom Savini was, like, just kind of came up with a lot of his special effects randomly, like, while they were filming. And he was like, this sounds good. That's awesome. <laughs> Which I think is on really the cool. Spot special effects. Yeah, the screwdriver one was one of them where he was like, "Well, what if?" <laughs> and did it. <laughs> the fake blood was blood packets made of a mixture of food coloring, peanut butter, and cane syrup. Oh, breakfast of champions! Oh, they man, they really got that <laughs> peanut butter like liquidy. Must have been like that natural peanut butter, the top layer that has all that oil. <laughs> oh yeah, I said let's just use the tops only. Oh, right. So they're all laughing, haunting the zombies. Yeah, Roger is like, hey, 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 and like they're, Peter's like, ha, huh, you got it, huh, fly boy? Like Stephen's laughing, like thanks for saving my the ass. Noise, and Peter's laughing, like you're pathetic. The noise that Stephen makes is kind of ridiculous. I'm he goes, so bad, I can't hear you're it. Like, or like something like that. <laughs> My hate is growing for There's Steven. just something about him. I don't know what it is. No, Steven was kind of getting on my nerves throughout the movie, too. Francine has had it. She is. She's over being left behind. She prances <laughs> with her curls. 
And a zombie is getting on in there because Steven didn't shut the door all the way. Yeah. Steven. So he said, ooh, this looks like a nice little spot. People said that, like, these movies really freaked them out, though. Like, back in the 70s. I could see that because I, I could see it back then. Yeah, I do think that it very much was like not very much around. I mean, this year, the same year Halloween came out. Oh, yeah. So horror movies were kind of in their uprising. And then four years later was the thing. And to me, the thing, the thing is, is pretty creepy, much more violent and creepy than Dawn of the Dead. There is one part in this movie and we'll get to it that like really actually kind of grossed me out. And with that, I think that we're wrapping up our second favorite scene. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Bye, Steven. But, <laughs> Bye, Steven. <laughs> but no, I think this is it. I mean, we're kind of ending with like Fran sitting on the stairwell and um, just kind of waiting for the guys to come back. Roger, Steven, and Peter are trying to find a way to get back because I guess they ruined their original plan. Scene number two on to scene number three. This scene starts out, we just see an image of the hallway uh, and a bunch of dead zombies. Yeah, a lot of zombies have been taken down. Steven making We see Steven face. and uh, Peter kind of looking at each other all lovingly. Uh, then they start up. picking up all the zombies. Yeah, piling them up. Piling them up. <laughs> <laughs> piling them. <laughs> Dang, they took down a lot of zombies. Yeah. Roger's just like, man... I'm weak, so he's in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> that is really a hard word to say. I believe the official body count of this movie is 93, with 17 humans and 76 zombies dying. That's a lot. They're going <laughs> to put the lot. zombies in there with the food? Oh, yeah. I don't think they're thinking this through. That's pretty disgusting. Yeah. It's a said, health you know code what? violation. Let's just do it. Why not? Dude, honestly, Roger's just living his best <laughs> life in this w- in this Roger wagon. In this wheelbarrow. I'm going to say wagon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From here on out, wagon. Because since we've last seen Roger, he has been bit. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> oh, he got bit? Yeah. When did I miss that? You'll see it later. God damn it. <laughs> I like Roger. So Peter and really wishing it had been Steven. <laughs> Peter and Steven are in the bank robbing it and they like look up at the camera and smile with their money. They're like, Yeah, let's go. They're gonna take this money to go cool. on a shopping spree. They're like, Yeah, you know. I do appreciate that they stayed within the ropes. I think that's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they didn't just tear them down. Yeah. And then also they're paying for these things. I mean, they did rob a bank, but they're paying for them. Right. You know? Right. So they're and still I'm like, using money. They could have just taken the items. Like, they didn't have you to just rob take the bank. It. Oh, look at poor Roger. Oh. oh, Roger. He's trying on hats. Roger's looking rough. He's getting some chocolates. He deserves anything he wants right now. Yeah, for real. That skating rink was actually a part of the mall, too. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Have you guys ever been to a mall that has, like, spices? Oh, or, like a grocery store? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not. Me either. Yeah, they're like getting coffee and bread, and um, I think Roger's eating kumquats, which are kind of like, um, they're like tiny oranges. They're like Aww. tiny citrus fruits. I don't know. That's cute. <laughs> but yeah, he was just eating them straight out of a jar. It's like there's an entire Whole Foods inside of this. There's like a salon, mall. which that's I mean, a bit more realistic. Salon, yeah, salons do kind of go but there is no way francine untrained did that haircut i told you <laughs> that's just offensive i told you stylist. fran's hair gets curlier and curlier it does as we go on 
Maybe she's been visiting the salon. Now they're in an arcade, you know, just playing games, just living the life, having a good old time. It's kind of a nice little moment because, you know, Roger is not much longer and for he's this not world. feeling very well, yeah. Playing games, just having a good old time. Trying to let Roger enjoy his last few days. So they know he got bit? Yes. Peter oh. witnessed it. And then Peter also has a line where he says something similar to, I've seen this before and usually no one lasts past three days oh so they know that he kind of has like 72 hours roger roughly. i love you know. <laughs> what the hell <laughs> the zombies are back so when does michael jackson show up <laughs> thriller. this is not thriller, thriller <laughs> yeah no he's not gonna show up sorry they got fancy new coats thank god steven got rid of it but he's still popping that he collar he popped his collar again oh Peter looks good in that fur coat. Yeah. He's rocking it. Mm-hmm. But we like vegan coats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're faux fur coats. Yeah. Because <clears throat> you know JCPenney's does not have real fur coats. Oh, Fran's a fan of the popped collar, too, I see. <laughs> Fran, you're a poser. Don't do it. You're just doing it for Steven. Mm. And then I think this is whenever we get the iconic line that uh, Dawn of the Dead is kind of known. Which, of course, is when there's no more room in hell, the dead walk the earth. It is such a good line. So infamous. But apparently Romero doesn't even recall having a grand moment of inspiration with that line. He was just drunk one night trying to get the script finished. (laughs) And he said, you know what? That sounds good. (laughs) It's very inspirational. Must be nice to be that naturally talented. And I feel like that kind of wraps up our favorite scene number three. Now into our fourth favorite scene. So this is when Steven is going to get bit. A.K.A. Flyboy. Flyboy. Fran comes in here and she's just like seeing all these candles and stuff. Steven, A.K.A. Flyboy, is stuck in an elevator uh, because there's a bunch of zombies obviously yeah (laughs) (laughs) this is a zombie movie like it's a trend or something (laughs) the movie so steven is trying to find a way out of the elevator so he like opens it and he's like let me go into the elevator shaft and yeah and then now these motorcyclists are just fighting zombies just left and right yeah so the motorcycle gang has found out that the mall is a good idea because obviously there's lots of food and resources there so flyboy gets shot (laughs) (laughs) where were we (laughs) where were we (laughs) whoa that swing from the banner oh i love that that banner just turned into a rope did you guys see that no here i missed it so did all these zombies come in with the biker people yes yeah so originally the uh the crew or the gang or whatever had um had like blocked off all the entrances with Mm -hmm. huge trucks like roger and peter did and that's actually how Roger got bit. Yeah. Okay. So I did miss a lot. <laughs> yeah. She's only getting. I know. It's a little harder uh, whenever we do it the way that we do it. Because we do it with just like scenes and stuff. No, it's fine. You're just setting me up for failure. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what you were coming into. We told you. I'm not even sure how I got here. So <laughs> I drank well, some I think, Kool-Aid I and I woke up on this futon. Okay. Let's see this rope. It's okay, a banner see, rope. It's a banner, and oh, now yeah. it's a rope. Oh. a full-on <laughs> rope. I definitely did not notice that. Tom Savini is playing one of the motorcycle raiders. 
Ugh. and he just stabbed a zombie in the throat. It's so crazy to me that Tom Savini is like 70-something now. That's wild. He's like in his early 70s, but that's just crazy. <laughs> I think he did a lot of his own stunts, too. I heard stunts. that, and I also heard he did a lot of stunts for other actors in the movie. Oh, so he was like, just let me be the stuntman. Basically, the motorcycle gang is fully taking over. Seen a little sidecar? He is in a little Aww. sidecar. And I think they also are kind of like, let's get the F out of here because um, there's too many zombies. So they're like, let's oh. go. Uh, this guy gets knocked down. Get back up again. A cool fact about the motorcycle gang is that several members of the gang of bikers were actually played by members of a local chapter of the Pagan Motorcycle Club. And so the motorcycles they're driving are actually mostly their own. Oh, that's really cool. That's pretty neat. Just being surrounded by some zombies. Um, Nom, 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 nom. Dude, the blood pressure, the blood pressure death is so funny. Yes. Oh no, that's so scary. That's like one of my biggest fears, y'all. You don't even understand. Is it really? Yeah, just oh, being like trapped in there. Yeah, you're about to. Why be did he sad. put his arm? in? I think that the biker gang was not really taking the zombies very seriously. I just watched that man walk up to that machine and put his arm in that sleeve. <laughs> yeah, I know. He was just like, "Okay, you know what? You know what sounds great right now? Just checking my blood pressure." <laughs> better keep it monitored it is a stressful situation <laughs> oh, steven, steven is in the elevator right now and peter's like hey get up there again the shaft i'll get you out um and so he goes up there and this guy is being attacked in this air this blood pressure cuff monitor thing the zombies are running out the biker gang they're just having a little buffet. i think they used real meat for a lot of so actually like uh real cow intestines were used in the scene where sledge who's one of the biker guys uh, gets his guts ripped out. So Tom Savini said that he lived near a slaughterhouse and that's how he got the idea to do the effect. Oh. Which I think that's the only part in the movie that actually really grossed me out. Yeah, I would Because look at is, it. I know, this is pretty disgusting. I would say that this scene in general is the only thing that really warranted like an X rating or, you know, a higher rating at yeah. all. Yeah. That's the iconic scene of like the zombies coming in the elevator. Yes. <laughs> They're like, that photo's everywhere. That screen cap is everywhere. And Steven's like, ah, no, because, of course, they're attacking him and biting him. And he's a goner. Peter can hear it over the walkie-talkie, but there's obviously nothing he can do at this point. Yeah. My thing is, is I'm like, okay, Peter, why don't you try to shut the elevator doors before getting, like, trying to climb back up? Like, knowing you're injured? He's emotional. Wait, did I say Peter or Steven? Steven. Okay. No, you did say Peter, but okay, you meant Steven. Steven. Yeah, I meant Steven. Like, why didn't he shut the elevator doors before trying to get up there? Makes no sense. But. Oh, he did get his one little headshot. Good for him. He did. Yeah, he right finally learned end. how to shoot a gun. Hmm. Too late. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> What's crazy is that, like, Tom Savini, who's known as a master of makeup craft um, for, like, his work in this movie, but also other, you know, other movies, obviously. Uh, Romero actually wanted him to help with Night of the Living Dead, but he left to serve in the Vietnam War. I think he got drafted, actually. And he served as a combat photographer, and it was his, like, experiences in that job that influenced all of his makeup work. Wow. Hmm. So that's why a lot of it is pretty gory. No, that makes sense. Like, that is real-life horror, being in a war. And Steven's, uh, now Steven is dying. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely choking on blood. Peter kind of has to deliver the news to Francine. She's got a suspicion. Another huge plot point that I can't have missed is that Francine's pregnant. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, sorry to drop that on you like that. 
Sorry, you had to find out this way. Same but she's l- she's baby. literally been smoking cigarettes and drinking, drinking alcohol wine. literally this whole movie. Does she know? Yeah. Yeah, okay. she knows. It's the 70s. The arm and the blood pressure cuff. That was one of those special effects that you mentioned earlier, Desiree, that um, he made up as he went. And also the the meat, like whenever you see the zombies dying on like bones and stuff, that was actually raw meat that they were just chewing on. No way. Yeah. And they were getting paid $20 in a donut? Yeah, and so everyone was just kind of concerned. At least two donuts and a kolache. Yeah, I don't I know. would do it. <laughs> Did we mention that? That, like, all the extras that appeared in the movie were reportedly given a dollar or 20. We don't, we're not really sure. It's kind of speculation on that one. Uh, in cash, a donut, and then a Dawn of the Dead t-shirt. This oh, part's cool as hell. There's Steven. Whenever the elevator fast. doors open up. Yeah, that is definitely. Um, I think he got more bites. Is is that is that how that works? Is that the zombie math? I would say he got a few more bites. More That's bites. The way, well, the faster turn. That's the way I'm gonna say because it took Roger three days to turn. Okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and Stephen turns within one elevator ding. I, I think it's because he got bit by like ten zombies. So now he's got like the. So it was like faster, you know, like if you. Well, I don't know that like, that zombie had a lollipop in her hair. Did you see I that? Saw that. <laughs> Stressful. You think another zombie just was like? <laughs> but I think like there. if you think about Twilight, <laughs> if you think about Twilight, whatever Edward. Those are vampires. Yeah, but I'm just thinking maybe the logic is the same ish. Same theory. Is he leading them? Yeah, I was about I to say. I fucking knew it. Dude, fuck Steven. I was about to say Flyboy is, uh, or Steven no. is definitely leading them because he's going back to like what he knew. Because he's a little And that kind of goes back to like, yeah. But look Steven's at this part. An arc. This mm-hmm. part, I'm just like, what? Oh, when it takes them like literally nothing to knock the down shit. the entire wall. Yeah, but I'm also like, he's just like. And yeah, they like knock down the wall. But I'm the like, dude, somehow screw you, Steven. Fuck you, Steven. And he's still got that gun. And he's like. <laughs> like <laughs> and so Peter's like, damn it, Steven. <laughs> he's like, Fuck you, Steven. <laughs> They've got the ladder ready to go up on the roof. Francine was instructed earlier by Stephen on how to fly the helicopter because she's been wanting to leave. Mm -hmm. So she knows how to fly the helicopter. So she's like, Peter, let's get out of here. And Peter's like, I'm going to stay behind. That was fucking stupid. Why? Yeah. I don't know. He's just like, yeah, let me stay back. (laughs) I also don't think he likes Francine that much. Uh, Probably not. I wouldn't either. She kind of gets my nerves. (laughs) Some of the notes that I put in here, though, is is that they really do just be taking their sweet ass time getting onto that roof. (laughs) I would dare to say that this whole movie takes its sweet ass time. (laughs) Two and a half hours. It is a long, long movie. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the silence i know <laughs> the silence is deafening in here Empty. but yeah so um so peter's like get up there fran get in that bitch and fran's like yeah actually i'm just gonna stare at all of these zombies coming in first uh before i start climbing up these stairs because that makes the most sense to me i'm glad to see that that sweater vest zombie eventually found his way off the escalator <laughs> there's like a nurse zombie they're so slow like, Peter, you literally had so much time I know. to get on that and get out. I just don't get it. Mm, he's got an ego problem. He must be a Leo. Probably. <laughs> he's got to be the martyr. Speaking mm-hmm. of, I don't think we've ever mentioned our astrology signs on here. We haven't, but what would you give Steven? We're about to offend someone. Maybe we should yeah. that. <laughs> what would you give um, Francine? He's like Taurus. 
Ooh. I could see that. She does kind of seem like a Taurus. Yeah, I feel that's that's the vibe I'm getting from her. What about Roger? Maybe a Libra. Yeah, that real I happy could see a Libra. lucky attitude. I could see a Libra. Golden Retriever energy and Libra just go hand in hand for me. That's true. Peter holds the gun up to his head. Leo. <laughs> Leo. <laughs> but yeah, Peter's like, let me just put my gun like on my head zombies have made their way to the roof and some of them have made their way into the room that peter's in francine is gonna get this helicopter started and then peter's like you know what nah i don't want to die and starts attacking all the zombies but does he die see mm. okay that means now <laughs> <laughs> he goes up the ladder these zombies are slow as hell Francine's like, bye. Yeah, Francine said, okay, you're <laughs> and taking... And she starts lifting off. Obviously, you're gone. So Kind of fair, because Peter did say, like, I'm staying behind. So yeah. she wasn't prepared for him to get on. And she's like, oh, wait. I think he might be <laughs> coming <laughs> onto the roof. Yeah. Look at those kicks. I know, some sweet kicks. He said, oh, Well, he said, okay, cool, you got both my guns. Good thing he's 6'7", or else he could not have jumped in that <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> now, Fran and Peter finally are both in the helicopter, and they're, like, flying, you know getting ready to take off i love the way this ends because peter's like how much fuel do we have and francine goes not much and peter just goes all right all, all right, right. All that's right. it sounds good and, and then they dawn. start flying into the sunrise or at dawn yeah the dawn. the dawn and then there's the dead and then all these quick Pans frames the yeah ball. There are actually several different versions of this film. Uh, George Romero's own cut, referred to as the 1979 U.S. theatrical version, which is 126 minutes long. Then there is Dario Argento's cut, which is referred to as the Italian or European version, which is 116 minutes long. And then there is the extended version, which was uh, shown at the Cannes Film Festival in 1978, which is 139 minutes long. And lastly, there exists a pan and screen, full screen version of it, which is technically like Argento's cut. So that's wild that so many versions exist out there. That's a lot of ver- versions. I almost said virgins. <laughs> 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 the ending to Dawn of the Dead sees Peter and Fran flying away from the mall. Uh, however, that was not originally scripted. In the original script, Peter shoots himself in the head and Francine uh, decapitates herself with the rotating helicopter blades. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and instead they went with, I don't have a lot of fuel. All right. <laughs> well, so what I think is like George A. Romero like listened to his wife a little bit too um, and was like, that sounds really sad. After. Honestly, would have. <laughs> that would have been that. I would have liked that one. <laughs> Kano would have preferred that ending. I kind of feel like that's that would have been a good ending because it's unpredictable. But, you know, that is definitely true. That's it for our fourth favorite scene. And now time for our least favorite scene. Woo! So this is the scene when the motorcycle gang has completely taken over the mall. And they start just murking zombies. <laughs> <laughs> They're just taking them down left and right. With anything in their possession. They're robbing zombies. Zombies are getting robbed. No it one's is safe. a little silly that they're, like, taking everybody's possessions and, and yeah. physical things. and They rob a zombie, and she starts screaming. But they're just being hooligans. They're I, being... And then this part comes. 
Mm. And the pies in the face. And I'm like, let's go get these pies and just start pieing, <laughs> pieing these zombies. I mean, it is, that's that's good food. That is a waste of resources. resources. Yeah. Those are probably pretty good pies. I'm sure one of them was a banana cream. And there's some circus music playing, too, which is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. The Ooh. thing I like the least about this scene is just that earlier in this movie... Two SWAT team members could not roll a wheelbarrow down a hallway in fear of zombies, and now you're telling me that they can just pie them in the face? I guess it would obscure their vision. It's that easy. I guess. But <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's all they needed this it's whole time solved. was some pie. Yep. They just had to get them in the face so that they can't see shit. That's. I think I mean, that's pretty much it. For the very least short. Scene, it's so short. But yeah, it's just it feels very random. It's gonna stay with you forever. It really will. <laughs> you know Unfortunately. What, you know what is a funny fact about the zombies, though, is that it was common for some of the zombie actors to drink too much at the Brown Derby, <laughs> which was actually in the mall. Uh, I think it's like a little bar or whatever. But a golf cart was stolen one night and crashed into a marble pillar, resulting in the damage of over $7,000. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Freaking drunk-ass zombies. <laughs> Something else it. really funny about this movie is that Scott Rainager's grandmother went to go to the premiere with him, even though he was like, you're not going to like this. You're not going to like this It's movie. very violent. And she's like, no, no, I really want to see it. And she'd only made it through like halfway of the second scene where they're raiding the apartment and was like, I've got to get out of here. Really? And so they left. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Poor Graham Graham. If only she'd stayed to see the pie. She'd realize it's not a serious <laughs> movie at all. <laughs> that's that. Yeah, that's, that's the least favorite scene. Boom. Coming to the end of this episode, it is time for our Woozy Scale. So, Akana, based on the four scenes, I'm sorry, five scenes you saw, what are you going to give this rating? Well, yeah, considering I only actually saw about 12% of the movie <laughs> and how much I really hated Steven, I think I'm going to give it like a two. <laughs> like a solid two. There's really not much totally more fair. or less I can provide. <laughs> That's fair enough. Two out of five knives. Two. Yeah, two. two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no <sense>. turbulence, too. <laughs> she is solid on that answer. Solid. <laughs> oh, fuck, Steven. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> All right, Des, what do you give this movie? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I give it a 3.5 out of five knives. Mm. That's only because that's only because I actually I like it for the fact that it I don't know like an OG or like original or classic. whatever yeah like a cult classic you know it's kind of one of those films that helped shape the horror genre so like I can't hate on it too much uh, but at the same time I mean it was the circumstances of its time so there are some like controversial parts in the film that I didn't agree with um, but like I said it was during a time period that things were a little different. Um, unfortunately, but based on like the, I don't want to say sound effects because <laughs> the sound effects <laughs> were killing me. You didn't love that soundtrack? I hate it. The pew pew was like really <laughs> killing me. The pew pew was like every time that they were shooting guns, I was like, I can't do this. The special effects though, I think were really good. Tom Savini did a really good job of that. Um, I do kind of wish that the zombies were not blue, but like. He had said it was a mistake, so, you know, we live and we learn. Uh, but he is very talented, and I like those. But as far as characters go, Roger was obviously my favorite character out of all these 
mm-hmm. out of all of these peeps. Pour one out. Um, yeah, pour one out for my homie Roger. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. That's all I really have to say at this moment in time. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Christy? Where do I begin? <laughs> I <already know. laughs> okay, I feel like I can appreciate that this movie is a cult classic, like you said. I do very much recognize that George Romero, very talented, right? Dario Argento, very (laughs) talented. Tom Savini, very talented. All of that being said, this is a one and a half knives for (gasps) me. (laughs) One and a half. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The entertainment factor of this movie is not there for me. It's two and a half hours long. (laughs) And I found myself getting very bored and very distracted. And that does not often happen to me in a horror movie. I think this movie gets a lot of hype because it's an older mm-hmm. movie. It's classic, right? Also due to, like you mentioned, the problematic nature of the film. Of course, it was made in 78, so you have to give it a little bit of grace for that. But Halloween yeah. was also made this year, and it aged well. That's true. So I just think there's different ways to do things. But... I also just don't like how these zombies are supposed to be terrifying and <laughs> menacing and also are the goofiest fucking things on this they film at so the same goofy. time. And I know it was the comic book style and there's there's reasons for everything and I understand that, but at the end of the day, it's not my type of horror movie. So, one and a half knives. You should have just me. watched it the way that I did and yeah, it would have well, changed everything. I wish I would have. <laughs> Then you would have given it a little bit more, like a 0.5. I also would have Solid had to watch two. only like an hour of it, <laughs> which would have been a lot more enjoyable. <laughs> Instead of the two and a half hour long movie. You know what, though? George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead is probably one of my favorite movies, now, though. Night of the Living Dead is a good film. I love that movie. I do, too. Maybe we should have done that one. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe next time or another episode. It'll probably be done eventually. Special thanks to our spam-loving and our Stephen-hating guest, Akena. Yeah, you're so welcome. We really <laughs> appreciate you being our first guest on Woozy Here Podcast. We do. Thank you for coming and watching this uh, movie in increments. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I love you, Akena. <laughs> we love you. Let us know where you stand on your Woozy scale. Comment on Instagram at Woozy Hair Podcast. Or on TikTok at Woozy Here Podcast. We hope you guys had a good time. Thanks for listening. And, and do, do you have, have any, any cigarettes? cigarettes?